Welcome to the Faith in Maine podcast. I'm Katie Clark, your host. We are sharing stories of life and faith and ministry across our 58 churches, 18 summer chapels, Camp Bishopswood, three Jubilee centers, and ministries that make up the Episcopal Diocese of Maine. In this podcast episode, we continue with our series on the themes of listen, connect, adapt, and hope, all themes selected by Bishop Brown for us in the Episcopal Church in Maine to focus on over the next year. This episode, we focus on the theme of hope. Enjoy the conversation with Bishop Brown. Bishop Brown, you had four themes you spoke about in your convention address late last year. Listen, connect, adapt, and hope. In this podcast series, we're doing a deep dive into each one of those. In our previous episode, we discussed adapt, and today we move on to hope. So Bishop, first let's talk about scripture. Can you share with us some scriptural references that really key in on hope and that are resonant to you? Hi, Katie, it's good to be with you, absolutely. And uh, when we talk about hope, I think the first thing that might come to several people's minds, certainly comes to mine, is really one of the best images of poetry and of hymnody and of beauty that we have in the New Testament comes from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, where we find actually um, the word hope used, I think, 11 times. Um, If we just go to the first chapter, maybe the most poetic part of this letter uh, towards the end of this first chapter, uh, Paul says, I pray that God, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation as we come to know him, so that with the eyes of our heart enlightened, we may know what is the hope to which he has called us, and what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints. That, for me, the statement that we are called to hope for hope in the first chapter of Ephesians is the place that I would begin with the Bible. Bishop, as I mentioned, you chose hope as one of the four key themes for your convention address last year. Why did that theme, the theme of hope in particular, resonate with you? I think it resonated particularly because it's been a kind of talisman and point of religious and spiritual formation for me. I don't know when the reality and the spiritual gift of hope became something upon which I sort of focused my prayer life and places um, where I am and people with whom I speak. I try, have for a long time, tried to find places where I would describe it to be hope-filled or having hope. When I was consecrated, um, we sang the great evangelical chestnut, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Um, So that first line, even though it's in the possessive and the self, my, um, if we just think our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ. So for me, as we spoke about the convention and we were thinking about ways to listen and connect and adapt, all of those words, all of those actions that we've already talked about in this podcast, in many ways, they are all about hope. 
Bishop, you had mentioned framing things uh, and looking at things in a lens of being hope-filled or in giving hope. And as you know, in these podcasts, we ask for homework or some action steps. How can we become better at cultivating hope in our lives or looking at things in that way that are hope-filled? Well, there are some practical things, um, and I'd like to suggest three. But before I suggest those three practical action steps, I want to say a little bit more about, in some ways, what hope is not. We try to lead with the positive, but I think in this um, particular conversation, it might be helpful to think about what hope is not. First of all, we've heard it said, um, and we say again, that hope is not the same as optimism. And I think we have to think about hope as God's hope. And if we think about Jesus Christ coming to bring about the reign of God in the here and now, I think it's important to think about the ways in which we ourselves are hope at the moment that we become conscious that God dwells in us and we dwell in God. And so thinking about hope as this, you know, St. Paul talks about faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. So we can find all things in the Bible about love, especially Jesus' words about it. And we can find things about faith. But Jesus doesn't actually talk about hope very much because he himself is the hope. And so if we bear that in mind, I think these three specific actions might be ways for us to um, keep this spiritual gift of hope alive. The first is to consciously ask God to make us a living hope, to give us the consciousness that tells us that we are, in fact, embodiments of God's hope. So the first is to simply notice it or to ask God for it. And the second thing is, The next time that we find ourselves worshiping, whether it's by ourselves or whether it's with others inside of a church or outside of a church or in some other place, whenever we find ourselves worshiping, to notice in the words of scripture, in the sermon, in the hymns, in the prayers, maybe even in the interactions with people, notice for where you feel hope, where it comes up in your uh, body. Uh, notice when that happens and then, and then keep that practice of whenever you, it's helpful for me if I ever get bored in church to try to concentrate on, well, where, where do I find hope in this particular service? And it helps me re-engage. So ask God for a consciousness of this gift. Uh, do something active in worship that helps you identify where hope is. And the third is to plant a tree is to actually, literally plant a tree. I think the story is apocryphal, but evidently Martin Luther said that if he knew the world was going to end tomorrow, he would plant an apple tree today. Hope is something that we don't see, and yet we we attain to it and we live it and we try to create it. And so it's helpful to have signs of hope. And I think a tree, and the planting of a tree is a great thing to do. I love that idea of planting a tree. So thank you, Bishop Brown, for your time today in continuing to walk us through these themes of listen, connect, adapt, and hope. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for listening to the Faith in Maine podcast, brought to you by the Episcopal Diocese of Maine. If you like this podcast, please leave a review and rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. That helps us spread God's word even further. Thank you.